Hello, this is Pastor Manning, welcoming you to the Beacon of Hope podcast, and today is what I call a Friday musing. Generally speaking, Friday's the day of the week I take off, and uh, I am today, but I had a thought I wanted to share with those who listen to the podcast, and it's just a thought on thankfulness. I was thinking early this morning about what a wonderful thing it is that we can be thankful and how healthy it is for us. I don't think anybody would need a lot of explanation to understand that thankfulness is a good thing. Of course, it's dealt with a lot in the Scripture. It's a command given. We're supposed to be thankful. It's also a great tool. keeps our heart tender. keeps our perspective right on things. keeps our soul clear of things that will poison it. And it's a great, great thing. But I, I was thinking of uh, what it takes to remain thankful. And really, a lot of it comes down to detail. Um, paying attention to the little things or what seem like little things in life. There's a verse came to mind. Part of the verse that came to my mind. And I looked it up and thought about it in its entirety. And Jesus and said, it's recorded in Luke chapter 12 and verse 15, he had just been approached by a couple of people who wanted him to settle an inheritance question. They came to him and said, uh, you know, make make my sibling here share the inheritance with me and do right as far as a will and an inheritance. <laughs> oh, my, that's a <clears throat> that's worse than a sticky situation to get into. Those, those aren't good situations when people are fussing over that stuff. But Jesus said to them, who made me a judge or a divider over you? That's not why he came. He wouldn't be pulled into the pettiness of that. But he taught them something deeper and something stronger at that point. In verse 15 of Luke 12, Jesus said in that situation, it's recorded, and he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesses. A while back, and I'm talking a number of years ago, there was a popular bumper sticker, and sometimes it was a t-shirt and such, and it says, he that dies with the most toys wins. And people thought that was funny. Um, No, he that dies with the most toys dies. And uh, someone who lives for their toys dies before they are done living because they quit living and get consumed by it. But think about gratitude. It was Dr. Bob Jones Sr. made a statement and said, when gratitude dies on the altar of a man's heart, he is well nigh hopeless. How do we remain thankful? I believe that we remain thankful by paying attention to details and uh, not assuming that we deserve things, not presuming that we should have stuff, Scripture I just read, Jesus said to beware of covetousness. If I'm covetous, the Bible says, well, first of all, it's idolatry. The Bible specifically says that, and it's ultimately the worship of self. It says, I deserve more. I deserve better. I deserve anything that I set my eyes on that I happen to want. You know, it's interesting God's made us with so many things that can be wonderful and helpful. Suppose someone has a home, 
and uh, that home seems to be inadequate for their needs. Um, they maybe would like to have a little more room, maybe a little nicer place and that sort of thing. God has put within us a capacity for diligence, for work, for planning, for wise use of uh, our resource. So maybe we can go to something a little nicer. But if that desire for something nicer causes us not to be thankful and not to enjoy that which we have during the time we have it, then it may possibly have moved from the realm of planning and thinking ahead and, 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 and doing those things to the realm of covetousness. Why? Because if that desire for a new thing eclipses and causes us not to be grateful for what we do have at the present, uh, then, then it'll kill gratitude. Uh, <clears throat> I have a vehicle I enjoy a lot right now. I've got 200 and I think 12,000 miles on it now, but it looks really nice, drives wonderfully, I enjoy it. But I remember there was a process for over a year before I got that, I was driving a 98 Lumina. It was a clean car, dependable, very, very dependable, comfortable to ride in, but not exactly something you would save up to get. But I had bought it cash <clears throat> and uh, after an accident with the previous car, and it was part of uh, what I was doing to get us completely out of consumer debt and get rid of everything we owed on or we wouldn't have any kind of payments. And uh, drove it and I determined in my heart because of scripture like what I just read because of the Lord's guidance through his word to enjoy that lumina as best I could so the car I have now is very nice and it's a you know it's a 2015 and it's got 211,000 but it's very very nice every every week I make sure and all the time I make sure it's clean inside I don't let the carpet get dirty in it so it doesn't get ground in take care of it uh, maintenance it meticulously. But I started doing that, especially I've always tried to take care of my vehicles because I believe in stewardship, but that, that Lumina, I took it a point. I was planning ahead. In fact, the car I bought now, I decided to buy that type of car. It's a Super Legacy, and I decided to buy that type of car over a year before I bought it, and then I was waiting for the right deal and, and you know, looking and waiting and that. But I, I said in my heart, I said, I want to take care of this Lumina as well as I will that Subaru I get. And now I have the Legacy Limited, and it's nice, and leather interior, beautiful car. And that old 98 Lumina, <clears throat> it was important not to say, oh, I can't wait till I get a new, nicer car. I did want one. There were times it was a bit <laughs> aggravating, things I had to deal with with it. There were times it was... Uh, a little bit wearisome with some things with it. But I could honestly say, I could be driving and say, this thing rides smoothly. I could be driving and say, you know, it runs so quiet. I could be driving and say, you know, it's nice to be in a clean car and a nice car. Why, I was trying, and I haven't perfected this in my life, but I was trying to to increase my awareness of little things for which I can be grateful. Um, gratitude's so important. Gratitude paints everything around us in a richer hue. Gratitude 
causes us to love people more deeply. Gratitude keeps us from the root of bitterness. Gratitude causes us to see the good hand of our God in the day by day of our living. And truthfully, um, we have a lot to be thankful for. And, and everybody does, but my goodness, those of us who know the Lord is our Savior, we have everything to be thankful for. God's good. When this life, which has its own share of troubles, comes to an end, whatever day that may be on, as a child of God, I step from this to glory. And the whole time I'm here, my Heavenly Father's caring for me. And when I pass from this life, I just step into the immediate presence of His safety and His provision. Gratitude. Thankfulness. Just some thoughts on a Friday. We slow down, pay attention. If we slow down and realize we're not owed anything, we, life can be a rich, rich banquet of good things. Think on these things, and may your thinking lead you to a deeper love and appreciation of all that God puts in your life. Have a great day. Thank you for being with us.